The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 100. And 34. That's right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Well, hey, gang, uh, do you like Star Wars? Oh, uh, well, you know, the whole uh, saga, yeah. the, the movies and TV yeah. shows and all that stuff. Not really. Yeah, uh, red. Uh, well, what? Because. I can't do that now either. Limited pop culture what? taste. Yeah, uh, I drink solely pop all the time. Oh, God. <laughs> But you know, I really enjoyed that last movie, The Last Jedi, because it really paid tribute to strong, powerful women. Oh, you mean like uh, like Ray, the new hero well, of the trilogy, who uh, is depicted oh, as being frustrated by creepy old man Luke? Who won't but, help her, and she well, just kind of stomps around, and eventually gets frustrated and leaves after but, she develops a crush on a man what? who she witnessed just a few hours well, earlier uh, murder oh, his God. own father, who's a man she was starting to kind of like, well, and that's uh, all in the past now she's uh, all enthralled with him, and so she stupidly pursues him into enemy hands well, that's where in was. order to save him, yeah, which uh, doesn't heroic. quite work out. But she escapes well, and somehow magically saves everybody, despite yeah. Uh, only finding out about the Force, again, just a few hours earlier. So? And has no training. But, well, she didn't hey, need it. Uh, she's Ray, and she's yes. a woman, and that's all that matters. Yes. That's the whole point. Wow. Yeah, whatever. Jeez. Uh, well, I appreciate your honesty there, Lefty. You're welcome. Anyway, I bring it all up because, uh, you know, they they're continue to uh, expand on the Star Wars a franchise, if you will. Uh, no, uh, since I didn't Disney know that. Purchased no, it and I wanted to restart the whole thing and uh, you know expand it and broaden it and all that. Well, uh, there was a uh, an attempt to produce a live action Star Wars television series when it was still, you know, just under George Lucas's hands, and they came up with this idea for a, a TV series that did sound pretty interesting. Uh, I think it would have been set in between. Uh, the two trilogies, the uh, the Revenge of the Sith, and then uh, the New Hope, the original first Star Wars movie. Oh, so right. those years yeah. in between those is like I don't know what twenty or so years. Thereabouts, and uh, it would have focused on the criminal underworld Ooh. of the Star Wars universe. Uh, so that's why it was going to be called Star Wars Underworld. And that's great. Uh, this would have involved, like, you know, all the bounty hunter type characters, uh, thugs, uh, organized crime figures, probably Jabba the Hutt would have shown up. Stuff like that, probably Bubba Fett. Right. All those guys. And, uh, they got to work on it and they got a little out of hand and they ended up writing, I believe, 50 scripts. (laughs) That's enough for two seasons of this series. Hell, you could break it up and make four if you chop it down in today's numbers of series. Because, you know, 25 episodes is way too many for a uh, season, I think, these days. But anyway, uh, they they had this uh, group uh, camp out where these writers all got together and they uh, brainstormed ideas and they came up with all these scripts. The problem is uh, George didn't put any limits on what they could do, so the scripts, uh, uh, as written, would have required... 
a very expensive special effects, oh, and boy. it would have made the episodes cost, you know, at movie level budgeting, Good a Lord. blockbuster budget, you know, which could be like a hundred million. Oh, <laughs> no one's gonna 200 spend, million easily. you know, hundred to two hundred million an episode. Yeah, uh, and now maybe they could knock it down, hit few here and there, but still, it was way too expensive, and there was no way uh, they could sell that to any distribution, uh, even if they tried to do it on their own. Uh, that was just way too expensive. So they shelved it in the hopes that at some point, oh, that's too maybe the, the special effects uh, would get cheaper down the road, uh, as I'm sure they would It's it's in, in some ways, but still uh, ended up on the shelf. Meanwhile, George Lucas, of course, uh, made the deal and sold uh, Lucasfilm uh, to Disney, and uh, they were off to the races with their new movies, that's which right. they've done three uh, two of the new trilogy, and then, of course, Rogue One, which, as it stands now, I would say is the best of the three they've done. Well, Force Awakens really has good. a lot of problems, very, but it's sort of okay, and it was a, an okay one. way to jumpstart it, despite being kind of a ripoff well, of no, uh, it, it's New Hope. Echo. It's very uh, clever. boy, Last Jedi. What? What? Talk about a movie pooping the bed. Oh, now, my God. That's the one that did oh, it. Jeez, and severe damage is done. But anyway, no. uh, that's the movies. <sighs> Meanwhile, there's been cartoon shows, and I just could never get into them. I cannot stand what? Uh, the 3D uh, you know, digital cartoon. Oh, good. You know, Grow images. up. Good they Lord. Just get with the time. The only one that could sort of like was uh, The Incredibles, although the trailer Man. for the next one doesn't look all that great to me. What? Oh my god! I'll go see that now. But anyway, uh, that's yeah, but this was done on the cheap, so it doesn't look anywhere near as good as the Incredibles. Uh, but uh, well, true yeah. died in the wool fans just want their Star Wars, and they they swear up and down the stories are great and all that. Well, so there you go, case closed. So they had that a uh, couple of those. And now there's word that there will be a live action television series. Oh, uh, helmed. Uh, written and produced. I don't know if he would write the whole thing, but I guess maybe the, he'll be like a a, a, a showrunner. But anyway, John Favreau oh. uh, of Iron Man fame. Now, the oh, Iron Man right. movie, the first one, is the one that started this whole Marvel movie franchise. That's it's right. been so yeah. successful oh, and God. is basically uh, keeping is. Hollywood afloat <laughs> while everything else uh, just crashes well. and burns. So That's yeah, a lot of people complain much. and are tired of the saturation of superhero movies, you but boy, right. uh, that's the only thing uh, keeping everyone fed what? in the movie business these days. So what is wrong with uh, Yeah, Favreau did that. So of course, if you could get him to uh, helm your television project and start up a whole new TV series, makes sense that this would be the guy who could jumpstart something like that and oversee it and all well, that. I guess. It just makes complete sense. Yeah. Well, what? Uh, things making sense is very offensive these days in this enlightened Wait, age of ours. So some people were very upset at Disney for announcing this. What? Uh, because, well, John Favreau is, of course, has the original sin of being white, straight, what? and male. Oh. So, uh... Boy, that's bad. Oh, you just can't yeah. do that in this day and age. Well, because, that's a good point. Well, 
that's the privilege. Yeah, yes, it's really bad. And, yes. uh, and of course, uh, the complaints uh, came out. Uh, Ann Thompson of IndieWire uh, said the the announcement was bad PR timing. What? Now, uh, what do they mean? Good? Well, they announced it Thursday, and of course, Thursday. Oh, was, oh International Women's Day. That's right, Lefty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that's, that's oh, what I happens. get it now. Uh, let's see. She said, "Women, uh, this is Ann Thompson. Uh, women have." a tough time getting the experience they need yes. to compete for plum jobs like this. So tweeted, true. It's not Every fair. few men boast the array of proven skills, writing, acting, directing, visual effects that John Favreau has. Hollywood yeah, needs to give more women chances yes. to build that tool set. Exactly. Well, Thank you. Uh, you don't show any evidence of where they're being denied these jobs. What? Now, uh, Favreau's been in the business a woman or not? No. for a couple of There's decades now. So he didn't just show up and said, hey, white man here, well, uh, and get the job. Oh. No, he has to have these skills. And uh, Miss Thompson here uh, doesn't make any attempt of proving the case that there's women in the jobs of writing, she's a uh, woman, acting, Doug. She knows what it's like to be effects, a woman uh, you that don't. Uh, just were shown the door. Uh, we're never what? giving the opportunity. No, they just weren't. Uh, that's nonsense. Um, no. So uh, it's it's always a patriarchal conspiracy of some sort. Well, yeah. but the burden of proof, of course, is always on the accuser. But don't hold your breath. No, you just have to assume that, and don't you dare question it, because only a misogynist would question a woman. Oh, my God. What? You know, you're just so in the wrong, as detailed by these brilliant tweets that people were making the point, and it must be, the point must be made clear here that, yes, this was announced on International Women's Day, just just really stupid. I mean, what a slap in the face of women all over the world. Uh, but here, an enlightened ally, Adam B. Very, at Adam B. Very on Don't Twitter, care. says, on the one hand, Jen, oh, of course I wish it was Jen, uh, John Favreau is a oh, proven God. blockbuster filmmaker with a strong command of fantasy storytelling. On the other hand, Announcing that another straight white dude is helming a Star Wars project on International Women's Day. Not great. That's right, Adam. You're so right. Well, and of God, course, you already read words, huh? about this. Where women, you know, they need the experience, but they're not allowed because they're women. Yeah, but. Um, what? Again, uh, Favreau worked his way into that. Oh, women don't Uh, work. There's no evidence that anyone was denied the jobs just because of their gender. Uh, Like a woman of contemporary age uh, of Favreau. Um, And it took him a while to get there. You know, eventually he worked his way up and uh, he had a low budget movie made. And then he uh, had the successful Christmas comedy yes, Elf. That that was his, and that worked. He got those opportunities, and uh, you know, little by know. little, he got and he got the shot at Iron Man, and uh, yeah, proved but... uh, that there was a, a market for that stuff, oh, and uh, that's quite an achievement. And he got there from the bottom, uh, and nobody just rolled <laughs> yeah. out the carpet for him just because he was a white man. So, uh, and the same was true for director Ryan Coogler. Who? 
Well, he's the guy who directed Black Panther now. Yeah. Oh. And uh, oh. then there's director Ava DuVernay. Who? Uh, and uh, she started out with a movie of uh, Selma. What? And now uh, she's behind. She's directed the uh, A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, my God. Yes, Oprah's with movie. Almighty Oprah playing oh a role in that movie. And uh, oh. so you can't say that she wasn't given any opportunity. She was. So she's but, the director of that film. They didn't give her and, Star uh, Wars. If it's successful... Uh, it she'll will go be. on to other what things, and if? who knows? Maybe she'll be running uh, a giant franchise television series. She better. Or a movie series. Whatever. She better. Uh, yeah. But this idea that there was privilege. There is. Uh, I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, I mean, Spielberg started with cheesy uh, TV movies before he what? managed to break through with Jaws. What? And the same goes with George Lucas having to make small films what? and all that. Before uh, he hit it big with Star Wars. So, uh, this is a bunch of nonsense uh, about everything that comes down the pike has to be uh, used for some kind of agenda's political capital. Oh, I'm so sick of this. That's all it is. That is just your paranoia. Complete, utter paranoia. I mean, look, for every George Lucas, there's probably a Georgia Lucas out there who never got a shot to even... Film a small film. But I just made the example of the Wrinkle in Time director. Yeah, well, like I said, she better get her franchise. But then it gets back to the point, the real point of how insulting this was on this very sacred day. What day? International Women's Day. As described by yet another great and wonderful ally of... Uh, Jacob Hall, at Jacob S. Hall on Twitter. John Favreau is a great fit for Star Wars. I think he'll knock it out of the park. I also think it was tone deaf as fuck for Lucasfilm to announce his hiring on International Women's Day. Come on, guys. Exactly. Thank you. Meanwhile, April is at SX. S W. Oh. That's South by Southwest. Is that? Oh, yeah. I, I know. I know. I know. Well, I know, you, I know. Deck, right. uh, you could find her at Rain of April. That's R E I G N. Spelled it wrong. Of April on Twitter. Would love to see John Favreau commit to. And hashtag inclusion writer for the oh, scene. Oh, God. That's a brilliant point. Uh, no. You go, girlfriend. Yeah. No, uh, this is how our allies do the work. Yes, that is what we do. They open the door for others using the power and privilege they hold. Huh? So they can help those who aren't so fortunate. Yeah, that, that, that inclusion writer, Favreau, if he wants to keep his job <laughs> without the heavy criticism which will be coming his way. Are you listening, Disney? No, they're not. And then we'll just have to accept this this time. But in the future, don't make a mistake like that. They'd better not. Oh, what? I'm not finished. Here's another one. Dimmy MF at huh? Dimmy MF99. I like John Favreau. He's made good films like Elf and Iron Man. That being said, it's time for a Star Wars movie and TV series overseen by someone who isn't a white man. Man, that's never happened before. I wonder why. 
I mean, Ryan Coogler just gave us an amazing Star Wars film, and the guys of Marvel Studios, Black Panther, exactly, exactly. And stupid Lucasfilm and Disney can't see that. Well, they're the same company. What? Disney owns Marvel and Star Wars, so they're oh, the damn. ones who they gave do. Coogler uh, the Black Panther movie. That, that's... That, Shut up. I mean, here's Chris Cedar at Twitter. Oh, look, more white dudes writing for Star Wars. Oh, boy. And here's Sith Observer at Sith Observer. Okay, so I do like John Favreau in general, but also, what if they had announced a woman filmmaker for International Women's Day? Exactly, exactly. Come on, guys. Oh, and then Annenberg Inclusion Initiative. Th- oh, this is great. At Inclusionists. Mm, yeah, do follow them on Twitter. No. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy. It's time. Right? At Disney Lucasfilm. Star Wars and female directors. How about an inclusion writer? Very important. Let's get on the right side of history, please. Time's up. An exclusionary hiring practices. Boom! Yeah! Yeah, you're gonna ride that all the way to the bank as they shake down uh, a rich industry. Uh, No concern about plot or story abilities Uh, or anything of that nature. Oh, you just assume women can't do that. That's what you're saying. Uh, Have a certain uh, sex organs and Uh, that sort of thing. What? And, And then you're good. You're good. That's what's important. Oh. And it's that kind of thinking is why there wasn't much of a script for pieces of crap like oh. The Last Jedi. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Listen, you just should have done what I did about them Star Wars movies. Uh, what? That? Don't go see them. Oh, jeez. Oh, what an idiot. You know, this is just all shows the ugly air. Eh, of misogyny. That's what this is. That's what this uh-huh. is. And the National International Women's Day came along, and you all just act like it was nothing. Yeah, I didn't even know what happened. Oh, made my point. Yeah, well, uh, if you want to find misogyny, you can look no further than the uh, the Women's March, who uh, hailed such uh, uh, pro-Sharia leaders as uh, Linda Sarsour, who uh, mocked uh, Ian Hersey Ali, uh, who uh, had her clitoris uh, removed oh. uh, because that's a common practice in the Muslim world. And, uh, uh, no. I mean, yeah, uh, Linda uh, Sarsour mocked her about that. So well, what a strong feminist to be leading women on uh, International Women's Day. Uh, Meanwhile, you had what's one. her name, Tamika Mallory, who, who? Uh, just loves Louis Farrakhan, despite uh, well, being like Linda Sarsour, too, uh, well, who are we quite to judge? a Jew hater oh. and con- Continuously gives sermons about uh, the conspiracies about what Jews are doing and all well, that sort of thing. Uh, great pals with the Black Caucus and, of course, Obama and so on and so forth, and uh, the Democrats what? as a whole. Now, and, of course, uh, a, uh, a, a big hero to one of the leaders of the Women's March uh, and all that pussy hat crap. So, uh, I'm not going to take any lectures on misogyny from uh, misogyny. Misogyny? What? What, because he doesn't like Jews? Yeah, I mean, well, that's not misogyny, that's but it is Jews. just a few sermons. Uh, no, it, it's a lot. I think it's more complex All the time. That. No. And, you know, I mean, nobody's perfect. Well, I mean, that, yeah. Misogyny, where do you get
get well, that. Well, Linda Sarsour. Come on. Yeah, but Sarsour, but which that's really stretching if you ask me. But Farrakhan, I mean, Tamika is moved by perhaps that's her religion. I don't know. And, and, and you're you're in no position to question that. I mean, why can't a feminist leader have respect? For Louis Farrakhan. Well, it's a bit inconsistent to what uh, a lot of them uh, preach and stuff. And so the kind of things and views that uh, Farrakhan has on women, you would think she'd have a serious problem with it. But I guess she she likes hating Jews, too. So she kind of gives them a pass on Oh, God. What 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 views on women? Nature. What? What? God gave man power and dominion. Then men cannot be a man unless he has power in order to exercise dominion. Yes, sir. That's the nature of every man. Sounds pretty good. And whether you agree with me or not, I don't. In his nature, he knows he's supposed to have some power. Yes, sir. And he knows he's supposed to have rule, especially in his own house. Oh, my God. And therefore, if he does not have the knowledge of how to establish his rule, yes, sir. and the woman see him weak yep. and ineffective, uh-huh. then she look at him and say, I ain't bowing down to this. Oh, my God. Yeah, pretty That's- good. Yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. Damn. Sometimes you gotta read between the lines or what? something. And well, Lefty, come on. It's pretty clear. Damn it, what's the point of all of this? That once again, uh, the left are uh, have no sense of logic and no, are never, no. ever consistent. Uh, what church was that, by the way? <laughs> oh, no. no, I wasn't in church. Uh, uh, Les uh, Farrakhan's a Muslim. Oh, my God. I was freezing a Muslim? Well, yeah. Uh, oh. oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to need a break. Okay, Red. Could this day get any worse? I don't know. Oh, no, there's some great news, actually, Lefty. Oh, uh, what? Breaking news. Uh, North Korea has <laughs> conceded and is agreeing to what? have personal talks with President Trump. No! Discussing not just uh, stopping nuclear testing, but uh, engaging in a process of denuclearization. Oh, my God. Trump's able to pull this off. No, he won't. It's going to be a hard case to deny him the Nobel Peace Prize. No! You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. She's all woman and all that every woman wants to be. Forceful, feminine, free, super brain, super body, super charge, super chick. A swinging motion picture experience about a super kind of woman. In public, she's a mild-mannered stewardess. In private, she's a mistress of the martial arts. Super chick, she's more than just one woman. And too much for just one man. Super chick, the super kind of woman. Always in the middle of where the action is. Always ready for a new adventure. You can't afford to miss Super Chick. She's much more than you've ever had before. In space, no one can hear. I stand corrected. 
Wow, sounds like a cool outer space movie. <laughs> it isn't. But fortunately, your old pal Mr. Nelson will be there to guide you through it. Yes, that's right. Cosmos War of the Planets was Italy's answer to Star Wars. But for some reason, it just didn't catch on. Maybe it was the cheap special effects, or the below soap opera level acting, or maybe it was the fact the studio forgot to turn the damn lights on. Anyway, our sci-fi romp stars John Richardson, who once had a shot at being James Bond, but he lost out to George Lazenby. <laughs> Richardson just couldn't catch a break. I mean, it's one thing to lose out to Sean Connery, or even Roger Moore, <laughs> but George Lazenby? <laughs> Warning, due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. Whoa, where can I pick up this goodie? <laughs> All you have to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. And you can pick up this particular sci-fi adventure for only $1.75. Whoa, cheap! <laughs> yes, yes it is. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code MRNELSON at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. This is CNN. And now, it's time for The Good Doctor. Previously, oh, the good doctor, Dr. Feelgood's patient Victor Hangenbottom suffered a stroke when he walked in on his wife, former stripper and porn star Misty Hull, naked in the arms of his private investigator, Linoleum Walker. Since then, he's been in and out of consciousness, very nearly a brain-dead vegetable. And now... At generic memorable hospital, Dr. Feelgood arrives in response to a summons from Dr. Dick Boner. What's this all about, Dick? I thought I was off the hanging bottom case. Yeah, well, it seems he's managed to regain consciousness, and he's asking for you. Consciousness, but, well, let me look in on this. Come in, Dr. Good. Victor, I... My God, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, listen to me, Dr. Good. Listen to me very carefully. In your office are my attorneys, Sam and Spahn, and Gentlemental. I need you to go visit with them and do whatever they tell you to do. But the next morning... 
Dr. Feelgood has the sad task of informing the family of Victor Hangenbottom of his sudden demise. And that's a wrap. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! God, just look at her. So fake. She makes me sick. Oh, man, she has no idea that she's flat broke. I can't wait till I throw her Horace out of my house. <laughs> yes, but in the meantime, we have a wedding to plan. Wedding? Don't be stupid, Horace. I'm not marrying your old ass. You'd better. I'll be forced to reveal that you faked the will. What? <laughs> yes, yes. Soon the hanging bottom toilet paper empire will be mine. <laughs> oh, no. I, oh, oh, God. Mm, uh-oh. It looks like celery hanging bottom has painted herself in quite the corner. Meanwhile, these events are being monitored by a strange, secretive group who witness everything from an undisclosed location. Hanging bottom toilet paper impact! Huh, boy. Victor sure pegged that asshole. Mm. Yes, I think you're right there, gentle. And back in Victor's room, Dr. Feelgood makes his exit. Disgusted by the display of fake, raw grief and greed. And doesn't feel at all bad about withholding a terrible secret about Victor from his family. So he busies himself by taking lunch and dealing with his treatment of salad greens cigarette addiction. And after lunch, the two are sitting in Dr. Good's car in the generic memorable parking lot. Now, Salad, you'll never quit smoking as long as you remain in denial. Denial? Uh, denial of what? Denial of what you truly want, perhaps even need. I... I don't know what you mean. I mean this. <laughs> <laughs> So, what'd that do for you, huh? It makes me want to go to the drugstore. To pick up some condoms? No, to pick up some mouthwash. Ooh, burn! At this insult, Dr. Feelgood storms off back to work. But later, Salad Green is unable to shake the very disturbing, amorous event between her and Dr. Good. And so, later that night, she frequents several nightclubs in an attempt to lose herself in wine, women, and song. One of the women she encounters is an equally upset and drunken celery hanging bottom. Oh, the two women become quite lustful and kissy and end up back at Celery's small apartment. And in the night, through a drunken haze, Salad reaches out for the sweaty, nude, sleeping form of Celery Hanging Bottom. <sighs> you were amazing. But suddenly, the form of Celery Hanging Bottom somehow transforms into the image of Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> you were pretty amazing yourself, Salad. What? <laughs> what? Yes, despite all her efforts, for some reason, 
Salad Green can't seem to erase the image of Dr. Phil Good. Meanwhile, back at the home of the Goods, where Dr. Phil Good's wife, nurse practitioner Jane Good, has been lounging around in lingerie, taking pictures of herself and sending them to her husband in an attempt to entice him to come home and join her in a night of lovemaking. Hey, baby, check your inbox. I just sent you a pinup. <laughs> uh, yeah, honey, uh, about that, um, I think you sent it out to everybody in your address book. Wh what? Oh, my God, Phil, uh, are you sure? I mean, shit, some of my patients are in there. Well, if any of them are pervs, you, uh, you just made their day. Meanwhile, at an undisclosed location, Jane Good's email is being admired. Oh, hot damn. I think I feel a headache coming on. I better make an appointment with nurse practitioner Jane Good. Uh, what the hell's going on here? Well, this and other questions may or may not be answered in the next episode of... The Good Doctor. The Good Doctor is a Nielsen production written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Incidental music is provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. This is Mercedes Carrera, and you are listening to the Mr. Nelson Show on RadioMisfits.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I seen her walk around with them cheeks jiggling out of them shorts. <laughs> it's not fair. I'm going to have to do something about that. I mean, she's asking for it. <laughs> oh, 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 man, I got to go. Oh, uh, oh, damn it, I oh, told you time and time again. Get off the phone. What the hell is this? <laughs> looks like a, a jar of apple jelly. <laughs> That's right. And do you see what is mixed inside it? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, well, uh, just answer me this, goddammit. Did you dip peanut butter on a knife in my jar of jelly? Well, hell, I, you see, I, uh, it... Shut up! Did you dip peanut butter in my jelly? Well, I... <laughs> yes, I did. God damn it, stupid... Ah. I don't see what's too hard to understand. There's a right way and a wrong way, but he always does it wrong. I do not like peanut butter in my jelly. You put the jelly on the bread, then the peanut butter, and then you can wipe the knife off on the bread. But you don't mix the two in their jars. Well, now, honey, it's you're going to end up eating it together. I mean, it is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I mean... <laughs> Damn it, Sally! 
How the hell is he ever going to learn when you keep making excuses for him like that? Damn it! Oh, man, I, you know, what's really bad about all this is I hate to hear them fight, you know, uh, and, and I feel it's, you know, it's somehow my fault. And, and, and I mean, if they break up, I mean, it, it, that means it, it, I have doubts about people's ability to love and who's going to love me. <laughs> my Brother's Keeper on TLC. Now, hey, that's some snazzy looking shirt you're wearing. Where'd you get that? Oh, I got it at the Mr. Nelson's door. Mr. Nelson's door? Where that is? Yeah, you, you go to zazzle.com slash v underscore mr underscore n-a-i-l-s-i-n underscore store. And it's just that simple. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds pretty cool. What else can you get there? Oh, hats and mugs, and it's got all kinds of Nelson art on it, from the Nelson Show, and old Bob Levy Show, and, uh, and even, you got shirts like, uh, this stupid alien telling nobody built the pyramids, <laughs> oh, what's this one? Oh, that's episode eight. That refers to that nasty Star Wars movie everybody hates. Oh, man, I hate it, too, and I want everyone to know it. All you got to do is get that shirt, and you can let them know. Oh, man. Oh, look at all this. Who's that? It's Night-Night. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're Night-Night and uh, Rob Song, whoever that is. Right. All that kind of stuff and more from Mr. Nelson. You can find it. At the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to be the only one who doesn't have it. No, you don't. Better get over there right now. Yeah. That's right, friends. Head over to Zazzle.com slash the underscore MR underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. Yes, it's just that simple. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. All right, before I take leave of you until, you know, next Wednesday, I thought I'd say a few words about our mutual good friend, the Reverend Bob Levy. Uh, as uh, talked about before, he suffered this terrible uh, 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 car accident uh, that's left him with severe injuries and a, a, a lot of uh, back pain, uh, neck pain, and what have you. Uh, uh, so uh, a lot of this has kept him out of work, and of course the bills are piling up. And so he's going to need some help here, and some people are coming together to do just that. There's going to be a comedy benefit at Vinnie Brand's Stress Factory on April 10th, uh, 2018, uh, around 8 p.m. Uh, Jim Norton, uh, Jim Florentine, Colin Quinn, among others, uh, Rich Voss, and so, uh, will be there and uh, do this uh, tribute to Bob Levy in the hopes that they could raise some cash to help him out. Uh, in this time of need, uh, Bob has done this for tons of people, most notably, uh, you know, veterans and what have you, uh, didn't ask for much in return, uh, if any, if anything. And, uh, so, uh, you can attend that 
And uh, if you can't make the show, uh, you could, you know, buy a ticket just for the purpose of giving the money. Uh, but you could also go to a GoFundMe uh, for Bob. It's uh, GoFundMe.com slash Bob dash Levy dash accident dash fundraiser. So that's at GoFundMe. Uh, follow Bob Levy at the Rev Bob Levy on Twitter. Uh, he's posted uh, quite a bit of the information there. Uh, for the links and what have you, uh, where you can uh, go there and help Bob out. Um, you know, give what you can. Uh, I, I wish I could give more. Uh, so uh, help out Bob there. Uh, he's our crazy reverend, but he's a man with a heart of gold. Uh, he's done a lot of good things for people, and uh, he didn't ask for this as uh, the idiot drunk driver, what have you. And, uh, so, uh, to help him out with, uh, the medical bills and whatnot in the hopes that, uh, he can get the treatment he needs and, uh, for recovery and, uh, can get back to the stage and, uh, doing the work he loves and bringing, uh, joy to his audience and, uh, all that sort of good stuff. And, you know, he wants to get back to it. Uh, so, uh, help him out. And, uh, again, uh, it's, uh, gofundme.com slash Bob, dash Levy dash accident dash fundraiser. And again, uh, check out, uh, the Rev Bob Levy at the Rev Bob Levy, uh, uh, on Twitter. And, uh, the links are there. And of course, uh, if you're in the, uh, the area, uh, in, uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey, for the uh, uh, Stress Factory Comedy Club. Uh, get yourself some tickets and go see a great show for some fantastic comedians, uh, Jim Norton, Jim Florentine, uh, Colin Quinn, and uh, Rich Foss. Uh, and do it for Bob and have a good time. And uh, again, do it for Bob. So uh, Bob, uh, love you, uh, want you to get better. And uh, I hope this uh, uh, they all come out and, and help you out here and that uh, you can get the recovery that you need and deserve. So uh, do it for Bob. All right. Uh, we'll see you uh, Wednesday for another edition of the Mr. Nelson Show. Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. President Trump said he would meet Kim Jong-un by May. To what do you owe this recent uh, openness to talk? Me.